good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda and I bring you episode 86 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places, although other times unfortunately the rambling takes us nowhere, but that's the risk of embracing the unknown. And feeling a little bit lightheaded right now. I'm on the ferry, it's a bit wobbly, and I've had a lot of food and drink today, as it was Boxing Day. Just come come back from Italy, arriving into Gozo, where I have my, my home base. And yeah, I just felt really inspired by my taxi driver. <laughs> he's from the Philippines, and he's been in Malta for three months, working as a taxi driver. Prior to that, he was in Saudi Arabia for six years as a bus driver. And yeah, we just got talking, you know, and that, that this topic around, you know, Asian people or Middle Eastern people, especially men, going to other countries abroad to work and send money back to their family to support their kids at school um, and for, for opportunity, for work opportunity, financial opportunities. And it just made me realize and appreciate how how privileged we are again to have our family members around us. Um, he might see them if he's lucky once a year. He has two kids. When he left, his 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 younger boy was one years old, one year old. Um, it's like wow, I'm I'm leaving my partner for a week. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna see you for a week. You know, it's like what? A week? I'm gonna see you in a week in Gozo on a on an island in the Mediterranean. And you got people like Edgar, what's his name, who have been working abroad for seven years. He still plans to work another three years before he goes back. You know, but he's lost the whole childhood of of his um, son from one years old. He's now eight, he said. And I mean, I think this was common in the past. You know, people would go to war. Fathers, you know, we've always needed to survive. So. He said that 60% of people in, in the Philippines are unemployed, so lots of people do this, you know. Apparently there's like 5,000 Filipinos on Malta working different jobs just to send money back, you know. He works five euros an hour, but for him it's like, I think he said it's six times as much as he could earn in the Philippines. So even though it's fuck all to us, five euros an hour, minimum wage is like nothing. Um, but he works every day. Every day he's been working for six seven years you know you imagine the discipline and the commitment and the willingness and the love and the sacrifice talk about sacrifice man for good for, for his family he's been on his own he's living with a few other people that work at the cab company as well but i was just sitting there listening to him feeling him like man how lucky i am you know sure my i've, I've chosen to leave my family as well right maybe for opportunity, for living in a what I consider a healthier envir environment or where there's more opportunity. I've moved away for the same reason. I don't have to, I could find work in Murcia, although it's pretty shit and low paid. But it's like, yeah, detaching from family, like growing some balls and saying, look, my family is you know, not well off, here in the Philippines, the wages are shit, it's hard to find work. I'm gonna be a man and I'm gonna go across, I'm gonna travel across the seas and work my ass off every day of the year for 
family, for my kids. Talk about devotion, man. Devotion, total devotion. Um, and freedom within that devotion. Let's also, let's also take that into account, you know. Ah, so Edgar, really lovely. And I'm glad I invested the 30, 31 euros in a 45 minute taxi drive, which for, for some countries would probably be quite cheap. But I'm, I'm, I'm normally a budget traveler. I have been for years. And I really want to switch that mindset around because now that I'm not traveling and I am earning some more money than I used to, I've actually got an income now. I just realized that whenever I go and do something, I'm still in that budget mindset of nomadic traveler. You know, and it's, it's so easy to always seek the, the cheapest option. You know, the cheapest cab, the cheapest option, the, cheap, the cheapest form of transport, the cheapest plane, the cheapest clothes cheapest this cheapest that and it's like not only is there an extra price tag to the cheap stuff in the world as we've talked about in another podcast um but what else are you getting when you invest when i invest at 30 euros in this taxi what else am i getting i'm getting comfort i'm getting speed so i'm saving time i'm having a human being that i can interact with and connect with and get inspired by Edgar. um what else am I getting? I mean, they're the main main things, right? Time, comfort, and company. Human human connection. Um, I just caught one of the last ferries, the one I wanted to get on. If I would have gone on the bus, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been able to. But it's it's again, it's it goes beyond the taxi experience, of course. It's more about rewiring my my mindset because so often I catch myself, even <laughs> today, right? I, could, I was going to go for Bolt, which is a certain app for the cab service. I thought, oh, I'm going to download this other app to see if it's cheaper. You see? Even though I'm paying for the taxi, there's still that tendency to go for the cheaper option. And you might say, that's cool, right? I mean, why wouldn't you shop around and, and get the, the better price, right? But if that's your intention constantly, it's, it's, just, it's just a mindset and, and a projection of lack. And I, mean, I want to play with this mindset of abundance that people talk about but I don't know if they practice it is that yeah my life is abundant but if I want to really want really want to allow more money into my life then I have to be spending more I have to be become the flow rather than keep worrying about not having enough not having enough finding the cheapest option being on a budget constantly worrying about money more just you know what do I deserve what am I worth am I worth a taxi or am I worth a fucking bus with another 50 people squashed together going around corners like a maniac because the driver's fucking crazy and feeling sick at the end of it what do I deserve how, how, how much do I value myself you know and so that I don't know it's, I don't know if I'm really getting the message across but really shifting from I just need to go for the cheapest option because money forget about yourself forget about me forget about time forget about comfort forget about my health forget about everything just price so many so many of us live in lack i mean of course we have so a lot of people have tight budgets right i'm not rich <laughs> no way near rich um but there's there's this tendency to save and to to be careful and to constantly feel limited and i think this limited mindset or even feeling limited and feeling poor and feeling tight and feeling like you're on a budget constantly and counting the numbers every time you do a fucking shop you know is 
is what you attract. You attract limitation, you attract less money, you attract a budget life, right? So if I dare myself to invest, to give, to give more freely to the people around me, right? To give, allow the abundance to come through me. And I heard it explained like a tap, that we can turn the tap off or we can leave it open. So the water is, is the money, right? As soon as we, we've got a budget mindset and we limit ourselves, we're constantly turning the tap off. So we're turning the tap off to people around us. We don't want to give, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. We don't want to share as much. And then also when we go and buy something, it's like, you know, if we're counting the numbers, we're kind of, the tap's dripping, it's not fully open. So obviously, I'm not talking about going crazy, but it's about really uh, feeling abundant and valuing myself and valuing sharing and really opening myself out to that, opening myself up to that flow without fear. Get rid of the, the, the fear, get rid of the, the budget mindset and really start exploring uh, the invest, the investing mindset and the giving mindset and see what happens, you know, and see what happens. Because I know the few times that I've done it, I've invested and then money's started coming from other places that I didn't expect, you know, I get offered this project or this or that, you know. So, yeah, today's about money, it's about mindset, it's about my experience with a beautiful taxi driver that I was gifted with because I decided to invest. And yeah, planes are amazing. Aren't they amazing? The amount of passengers they fly through the sky. I always like look at the plane in awe every time I'm boarding one or getting off one. I'm like, wow, I just flew through the sky with that. That's fucking crazy. It just blow your mind. I'm standing on a ferry right now with 200 cars on it and a few hundred passengers. So like, nah, we just take all these these big technological revolutions for granted now. This big ferry that I'm standing on. Anyway, I'm rambling now. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. Invest and share. Share and invest. That's my mindset at the moment, or at least trying to rewire my budget and limited mindset. See how it goes. I'll speak to you tomorrow, and maybe we'll have an update one day when I'm rich. <laughs> Speak to you again tomorrow, guys. Ciao for now.